0: You love your hair. What are you talking about? You have oh Roy goodness. Woody hair.
1: We have Best Dr. Casagranda with us. Best hair, beautiful hair. Roy Woody as well. <laughs> amazing, beautiful <laughs> hair. You hair. You Dr. Dr. Madaninejad, beautiful, amazing, stunning hair, hair, luscious.
0: It. Oh, wait. And you didn't dramatic. do a countdown.
1: We are, we are recording. I did the countdown while you were talking about hair.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Let's start over? we start over? <laughs> sure (laughs) i'm ready tell me when to go three
1: two one go Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of RPM, the Red Peace Machine. As always, it is May 16th, Sunday, May 16th, and we'll be slightly stormy today.
2: <laughs> Ooh, is that figurative?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. How are folks doing? Susie, how are you today?
2: I am doing uh, okay. Thank you for asking <laughs>
3: all
1: right I'm that's fine. okay with an Thank asterisk let's, let's,
2: let's move on <laughs>
1: that's okay with a footnote <laughs> all right all right uh doctors madanini jad and casa Granda. how are the two of you
4: um good good yeah there's been some drama in our lives for the last few hours but Things are good. Things I, are fun. I
0: think one of the lessons I'm trying to figure out is how to lo- how to live. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever figured that out. Oh my Have
4: y'all figured they, it out?
0: They didn't give you the little booklet after <laughs> there, graduation? There a booklet. You go. I hear there's a little red <laughs> pen somewhere. Infographic. Can, there's an
4: infographic.
2: Oh. Of- I want In to cut, cut to that video. <laughs> Roy, when... <laughs> Whenever this, when when you edit this, Roy Woody, how do I live? Oh. Do it. How do I
3: live without you? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
3: It'd be beautiful. Man. I think. I think uh. that's,
2: that's the thing, right? We've been trying to all figure out for, me for you know roughly fifty years. I think. Yeah yeah it's the hardest thing well okay no not that long i've been actually trying to figure out how to live for 30 years maybe when did i really start let's be honest when did i really start introspection
0: that's that's the real question
2: 18 19 years old maybe i think that's when i probably really started questioning what the fuck was going on (laughs) you know and 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 by way of music not not i think that was my my jump in was music mm-hmm. and then and, and well maybe books you know like where the red fern grows stuff like that and you know that got me in touch with my i guess oh that's why i feel this way about that um, for me
0: it was dune
2: well, <laughs> mine was jaws okay
0: <laughs> uh, I was about oh, seven. <laughs> oh, oh, Roy Woody. About that? Roy Exorcist. Woody.
3: <laughs> Do that you have any shining. advice
1: for seven year old Susie Sheeler watching Jaws for the first time and coming into her awakening? What <laughs> is your life advice? <laughs>
3: Oh, stay out of the water yeah. <laughs> I don't want Just stay out of the water you know, I I down I you Yeah, make sure the water's clear when you, Before you step in
2: So I can see it coming <laughs> What? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the water right. is
1: never clear On the Texas coast, Roy Woody no, What are we gonna oh, do? I, I love I know.
2: when people This whole group wanted to go have a white party down there And I was like I wouldn't wear anything white down there <laughs> ever beach? no there's <laughs> oh my god come back
1: what with oil
0: that? slick stains oh I, my god definitely don't yeah. drink the water no uh,
2: don't get in it
0: don't 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 open your mouth when you're swimming off the shore of <laughs> texas
2: I we'll I say gold. Good. Right? we got some Gulf yeah. shrimp for you oh, no I don't want to eat mercury. Well, as long
3: as 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 you put Cajun seasoning on it,
2: (laughs) deep fry (laughs) the fuck out of it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) why do you think it's called blackened? (laughs) Yeah, that's
3: right.
1: (laughs) All right, Roy Woody, how are you today? Tell us. Doing well.
3: Doing well. Just uh, yeah, another chilling weekend. Uh, Volunteered, of course, that uh, yesterday, and then today, just chill. <laughs>
0: you are like the right. volunteer machine, mm-hmm. making the world a better yeah. place.
3: Yeah. What Thank you. We're, all, we're always doing something. Uh, yesterday, we did, uh, with Dev Out of Community Coalition, we, uh, we helped put on another uh, vaccination clinic for folks mm-hmm. in the community. So, God, like, we had uh, like 215 people came out yesterday to get vaccinated. Either they're getting their second dose or their first dose. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. amazing. A lot of people. That's yeah. And it I'm, was uh, also introduced the uh, 12 to 15. So a lot of kids. Yeah. too. Yeah.
2: I look up to you so much for doing that. Wow. I really do. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. For, <laughs> thank you. No, my, wife, d- my
3: wife's the one that organized it all. My wife Suzette already organized it all.
2: <laughs> well, thank both of you very much yeah. for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. No, well, thank you. I just said oh. thank you.
1: <laughs> Woody, all your efforts to make texas a better place how do they fare up against the evil evil stuff coming out of the legislator system? oh
3: i know god some of these bills like uh i saw one of the ones um where they want to ban talking about was it racism or like uh out racism of, out, and out sex classrooms yeah racism and out of classrooms like what's uh, up with
0: that <laughs> Why should you talk about something that doesn't exist?
2: Exactly, that's just perpetuating a lie. That's a lie. Exactly,
0: yeah. it's it's just fake news. There's no racism or sexism anywhere in Texas. We are truly enlightened God's children, and it's incredible that that these evil people want to talk about. It. Mm-hmm.
2: So true, <laughs> Barbara Jordan. How many yes. black people do I need to name? Oh. We are not racist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How much further does that bill that list go, though? I'm, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> one and
1: done. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: Though the, these these bills, the Republican Party in Texas and 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 in so, and other red states, but especially here, I feel spend a lot of time on what I call I wish lists. The trigger. Mm laws that we have on the books and we have so many including laws that still say that uh, homosexuality is illegal um and the abortion laws that we have on the books that say like the one that was that's in the in the house now that just are going to the senate i guess is the heartbeat bill um that says if you can detect a heartbeat you can't abort the tissue that's in your body um so that's unconstitutional. Which, by the way is like five and
0: a half or six weeks right. yeah it,
2: exactly you don't even know you're probably pregnant.
0: Know you're yeah. pregnant half the time at that point
2: exactly mm-hmm. and it's uh a- and that's an unconstitutional law but we've put it we have these people working to put this on the books of the texas mm-hmm. Uh, legislate the, the, the law books here so that when they assume uh, Roe v. Wade is, is overturned, these laws will instantly go into effect, which means that anyone who gets an abortion, anyone, and these are also laws, anyone who takes you to get an abortion, anyone who performs the abortion can and will be prosecuted immediately. Um, they won't there won't be any 60 days it will go into effect immediately because it's on the books already so mm-hmm. I feel like our government spends like 90 percent of its time on laws that aren't laws
1: yeah and, aren't and I think that's I think that's not accidental I think it is you know a, a pretty hmm It's a good distraction, right? So if if we have these laws taking place and we can pass these sort of symbolic gestures that don't have any teeth that won't hold up or whatever else, then we can continue on with the real project and the real work of providing subsidies to the same oil and gas companies that are dumping it into my goal or continuing neoliberalization in like schools and universities, all of this kind of stuff. And we can pretend that doing government work and the stuff that you're voting on is is, uh, this really, really narrow scope of of, uh, these abortion laws without teeth or these sort of culture war kind of laws.
0: And also people, I think, need to remember that the Texas legislature meets 140 days every Mm -hmm. two years. So it meets in spring of odd-numbered years. So it's... This, this spring, right, the one, this is our legislative session. Right now. Um, and then for the first 60 days, they're not allowed to actually pass any bills. The next 20 days are only allowed to pass the bills that the governor presented. So the only time that they can pass any bills is the last 60 days. So technically, the 2,400 or whatever the final number of mm-hmm. bills that get passed were passed in a 60-day period, mm-hmm. which is which means that, it, what is that, 40, 40 a day? now it's true that they work 24 hours a day in that last 60 days especially the last 10 because right they're trying to knock all all the bills out that they can and they run out of time so you know if there's 10 bills i'm making this number up there's 10 they've, they've knocked out 30 bills that day there's 10 left but they've got five minutes to do it they're just rushing through and trying to get them passed and of course there's no time to read all the bills so, so the way that they know what bills to pass is the lobbyists come by and hand them lists. This is yeah. what my mm-hmm. my client would like to see you vote yes on, vote no on, and so what ends up happening is the really important bills, like the deregulation bills and the subsidy bills and the, the bills that actually really matter, get no attention whatsoever. And then they focus instead, like Ramish said, on the and and Susie has pointed out these distraction bills which are their sole goal is to ramp up their voter base with fear and hate. And then, in the, but they are substance free, like oh, abortions are going to happen. So banning abortion doesn't do anything to, to, to limit the number of abortions. In fact, in the places where abortions are difficult to access or, imp- <laughs> or illegal, they have the highest abortion rates on the planet. So if you actually hated abortion, you would legalize abortion. And, and so the, the irony of all of this is, is when the earth is, the, our infrastructure is literally collapsing, right? The, the bridge over the Mississippi that broke. <laughs> it's, don't worry, it's just, it, it's I-40, right? I think it's I-40. Yeah. It's just a major interstate. Who cares? And our infrastructure is breaking. The the planet is overheating. The world is going fascist. Our economy is unraveling. We're in the middle of a pandemic that should have been beaten down a year ago. And what are they focused on? We need to shut professors up in the classroom. (laughs) We need to. And teachers now. Yeah. And teachers now we need to uh, ban abortion. We, uh, We need to get, make sure that Brown and black people can't vote, that poor people can't vote. Like, I mean, right. This is insane. At a, And then here's the other thing, the demographics. If I was a white person right now in the legislature, my only goal would be to pass every minority protection law imaginable because it's either this year or next year, the Mexican population in Texas will actually exceed the white population. They won't be the majority yet, but whites will no longer be the largest minority. Mm -hmm. And you would think if you were a rational human being, you'd be like, "Uh uh-oh, I see where this is going with our negative population growth. (laughs) <laughs> we need to protect ourselves instead well, they're trying to reintroduce jim crow
2: well but also okay so i don't know if you've noticed in the last few years when you've gone to the doctor's office and you have to choose a race that it's hispanic white it's not just white anymore so well because
0: hispanic was originally white and what happened? So when when Brown versus Board of Education happened, the the whites went, "Oh, cool! What we'll do is we'll desegregate the Latinx schools with the black schools, and that way we'll have desegregation." <laughs> and so the Latinx population said, "Screw you!
3: <laughs>
0: We're not white. We want our own category." And that's how the Hispanic category was created. It was so, it was to prevent white people from using the latinx population to desegregate
2: and so but now they're using it right so that what they can bump up their numbers
0: i mean i i don't think anybody buys that because if a, if a Latinx person is walking down the street they might put that they're latinx and white instead of latinx in india which is what they are Almost certainly, right? I mean, obviously Argentinians are white, but but you know, like Mexicans are Indio, they're mestizo in Indio. Um, and but but the majority of Mexican Americans put Latinx in white <laughs> because they're aspiring yeah. to whiteness. They want that 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 privilege. But when a white person walks down the street, they don't go, oh look at that white dude. Yeah. You they
4: aspire all you they want. They do. They do do that. Is that what you're saying?
0: They the white people don't see the Latinx population oh, and say they're white.
4: Oh, no. I see what you're saying.
0: And then when you see your name, they're not going to go, "Oh, I bet they're white." Rodriguez, right. that's a white name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rory Woody, how are you feeling in hearing this?
0: Oh
3: yeah, it's like, yeah, definitely with the um, you know, the white and the, um, you know, tying it together with the Hispanic. It's like uh, I, you know, my wife has kind of talked about it with her family. You know, they where they kind of like. Tried, some some of the family tried to like you know way back when whatever they tried to get away from the the their Mexican heritage and move more to you know kind of leaving that behind which was kind of interesting so yeah she's <laughs> talked about that too.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm unaware actually when it comes to these like pieces of legislation that are limiting speech for professors and for teachers is there is there any ability for them to actually limit speech I guess for teachers yes but for professors can they truly limit what you're able to say in a classroom or like is funding
4: that's type a yes <laughs> what how <laughs> they, they get rid of you
3: I said you get fired right yeah uh-huh.
0: yeah I mean they have tenure review at UT. Mm-hmm. I mean they, they can fire tenured professors. So what? the answer is, uh, or
1: no I, yeah on, on a state level though like this state level legislation what so, does what is the mechanism of action and its disciplining of, of our teachers and professors?
0: I, I don't know how they would they would enforce it necessarily, but here's what I think what this this is a scenario that might pop up mm-hmm. you a professor says something or a teacher says something in classroom a, a trumpkin student, freaks out because they can't stand facts, right? Because it's a post-fact. It, universe. it triggers them. It triggers it tr- them. Hear it it hear triggers them. them and, and they and their unique snowflakiness implodes on them. So they go rat you out, right? And they're like, uh. but to their legislator, not to the dean, mm. not to your principal, whatever. They go to the legislator and they go, this guy's a communist, fascist, atheist, uh, Christian fanatic trying to destroy America. <laughs> and then that legislator then would then go after you but i think the aclu would step in and this would be a really interesting supreme Mm -hmm. court case so i i don't know how they would pull this off long term but you know you don't want to be that guy you're going to be eating your liver about whether you're going to have a job tomorrow Mm -hmm. you're going to the institution you work for is going to be freaked out the whole time because they're thinking the legislature is going to cut our funding Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and so if you're You know, you don't want to be that person that got the crosshair stuck on your forehead. Um, And my experience has been that most professors, even tenured professors, are little cowards and they will just run and hide in the corner.
4: This is just, this is, in my eyes, what this is doing is keeping uh, BIPOC, potential BIPOC professors out of the profession. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just maintaining and even maintaining whiteness in academia and making it even more white
0: and and sexism because oh, yeah. how many women want to take on the issue of uh feminist studies and you now
4: so okay yeah because so,
0: yeah
2: do do tenured professors get fired what is the point of i don't understand that
0: i don't think that's what they're going to do i think what they're going to do is they're going to cut funding to schools that have critical race classes and Mm -hmm. feminism courses Mm -hmm. and they're going to say look yeah you you can have those classes and those professors can teach this but we're not going to fund it
4: there are so (laughs) many ways
0: there are so
4: many ways that departments can get squeezed um professors don't get funding they don't get um uh, professional development money they don't get they they're just they feel const will f- constantly feel left even if they are tenured if the professors are tenured um, if you and and you know uh, professor egos are super inflated so to constantly get nicked that way when yeah. compared to your you know your comrades is is a thing oh my god it's like totally raining <laughs> it's raining oh, hard you <clears throat>
0: also there's a oh sorry were you- so,
4: yeah I was gonna finish the thought that what happens is that <clears throat> the the university that I taught this is what happened to this brilliant um actually nationally renowned feminist professor and she just left she was like I've had enough but 10 years how many I think more than 10 years of fighting uh a mostly male or you know there was one woman who was kind of in the leadership but she was just mm. yeah um she was like i'm out of here i'm done it, yeah. it it if you were constantly fighting for every single scrap you're like
0: yeah you know
4: it just gets to
0: you after a while mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so tennessee so, state university
4: so the money the money basically her mind space was devoted to not it it was devoted to fighting scarcity as opposed to Mm -hmm. doing what she's supposed to do which is being a teacher you know the genius she really was because she is
1: yeah yeah this reminds me a little of the um restriction on supporting BDS for folks who were... uh yeah. yeah, does someone want to take us back there and give us a little bit of a review? Oh,
3: what was her name? Talk about the woman here in Texas, right? Yeah. So you talking about yeah,
1: oh, what but, was her but, name? Uh, yeah. but yeah, Maui. Is that it?
0: Wait, who was it? She was a Palestinian-American who...
4: Oh, yeah, she's a buddy.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Yes, and, um,
1: and you can hear more about this story on, on uh, season episode one of I Am, of I Am <laughs> The Defining Moment.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bahia Amawi. That's it. Yeah, Bahia Amawi. Uh, yeah, so she is a uh, special education teacher, uh, speech pathologist, yeah. actually. Sorry, she's a speech pathologist in Pflugerville. And um, they made it so that uh, starting, I think it was 2018 or 2018, I think, Yeah. she had to sign a contract. And one of the stipulations in her Pflugerville ISD contract was that she, I don't remember exactly the wording, but that she, she was against uh, BDS, which is uh, boycott, divestment, and... I sanctioning the state of israel and she's like i'm not signing this i'm not signing this they 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 literally didn't give her the job they were like okay well if you can't sign they it, so, it they it. terminated they terminated so. and you know these jobs these teaching jobs are year to year every year so, we um, have to sign a contract so
2: how is that legal i i mean honestly I don't <laughs> <know>. wow <laughs> <laughs> so
0: the united states is yeah, right. no, I no, mean, no. you can I'm, I'm say general. anything you want, so long as it's what we told you to say. Mm-hmm. There is there is no freedom of speech. It is a total illusion. Yeah. To
1: what? Yeah. No, I was just going to transition. Yeah, it's a total illusion. And when we look at coverage of Palestine and Palestinian issues in the past week, I think we can start to see that illusion break a little bit. Um Tell us more about that. What have you all been seeing in your coverage of Palestine? Oh, yes. Health? And I'll, awesome let, let Roy uh, finish his thought, yeah.
4: Well, I was just going to add that Bahia is Palestinian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was an important little well, piece of information. Well, okay,
2: it sh- shouldn't, but that, I really don't, they didn't ask anybody else to sign that, though, right? No, everybody has to sign Okay, so everybody has to,
4: I would not have signed that. No, but the fact is, but then you don't wh- have a job. how fucking random is it that in Pflugerville ISD, yes, I you are did... asked to sign an anti-BDS That's, clause? Exactly. Like, no, what? it's a not- of all the I, things I in the world. <laughs> do, you, do you know it, do,
2: of, of other school districts in Texas? Were all school districts in Texas? Was this something they did or was this just randomly Pflugerville? i mean yeah, i understand the point I, I i'm just wondering I'm if this was a is was this a, it, like, it a... was
1: not randomly fluverville it was one of these 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 pieces of legislation what did you call them i wish legislations right oh, it was okay. one of these mm-hmm. so in order to have a contract with i think public school districts in the state of texas you had to publicly like disclaim that you would not participate with bds in any way jesus christ I mean, think about that matter. yeah the restriction on free speech that way <laughs> corporate speech is okay uh spending a fund is free speech and free speech protected but apparently not BDS in this context until of course the the courts found in bahia's favor yeah, right
4: they voted in bahia's favor absolutely and so did
2: she was she reinstated um yes and did she go back to work or did
4: she say no? yes yes she did would you?
1: Okay, yeah,
0: why? Why BDS? Why was BDS targeted? Before we transition why to how, that, because why? we need to, but I want to point one more thing out. Uh, Texas State, Uni- sorry, Texas State, that's in Houston. I meant Tennessee State. They're both TSU. Right. Um, Tennessee State University just did an audit of itself of its finances. And for the record, it's an HBCU, just like TSU in Houston. So um, both TSUs are HBCUs. Um, And what they found was they were missing, you ready? Over 50 years, one half billion dollars. They were missing $500 million of funding over the course of a 50-year span of time. I mean, that's not a small chunk of change for a school that size, obviously. And here's what happened. So when, when Brown versus Board of Education went down, basically it now became unconstitutional to have state funding go in a different amount for white schools than black schools. Mm-hmm. So what the state legislatures did in the South, because we gotta remember most HBCUs are in the South, mm-hmm. not all, but most, and so, what the state legislatures did in the South was they created, they made, they figured out a way to create the most racist criteria for funding the schools, so that they would dis, they would end up underfunding the black schools anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so now, now the question is, how many more of these black schools were cheated out of funding from the state in in this racist manner? And and you know, like this has been going on brown board of education was 1954 this has been going on for for decades now and so that the the fact of the matter is is something like what the state legislature is trying to pass now that's normal operating procedure for the south this is what the south does the south is all about crushing freedom of speech and and attacking black and brown communities this is our legacy nothing has changed we still have a bunch of jim crow assholes so the legislature the legislation that was going through uh I don't know if we talked about this I'm having I'm having a deja vu moment the legislation that was going through I think I just talked about it in my classroom so stop me if I've already we'll covered this for the to to create the jim crow voting l- l- laws in texas we're talking about purity of the vote Wow. Of the vote is right. the language that's in the 1875 constitution mm-hmm. that was implemented in a coup d'etat in 1876 and 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 then was used as the justification for creating things like the all-white primary mm-hmm. in 1935 yeah. and so 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 the the reality is is they're going back to old jim crow language mm. to, to implement this now they pulled that language out because a democrat stood up, stood up and said you do realize this language is extraordinarily racist Why? Give it to the
1: Democrats who care about the language used rather than the substance of the... Uh,
0: Pass the the law. Well, holy crap, are you sure you want to be wearing that? (laughs) (laughs) With holes in it? Yeah. Take the hood off at least.
2: But I love what the guy said in return. He was like, oh no, I didn't know that. That's unfortunate. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I didn't mean to openly be racist. Whoops. (laughs)
2: going back well, to you said what you said you know s- about substance uh over the actual over actual word um I, I feel like the republicans actually know what words do mean and they use them very effectively he knew what that word meant whoever wrote he that speech knew what that word meant they use them to- an all dog oh, whistling yeah totally.
0: especially because there's the whole purity of the white race Legacy that the, the, the South holds on to. So purity of the white race, purity of the vote. Like it's loaded. They know
2: exactly what to say to to send us off. They know exactly what mm-hmm. to say to get their base riled up, and we are we react. Oh, you can
0: Did we talk about your 1872 article that you found, Ramish? Where you where it said what What's with all these vagrants living in Austin?
1: Oh, I don't know if we talked about that. No, yeah. I don't think
0: we did. So, so I, when you sent that, my mind popped, because you have to remember that the Reconstruction ended in 1876. So this is four years before oh, Reconstruction wow. ended. And so what happened was Black people were pouring into Austin. So Austin is the only major city in the United States with negative Black population growth. But in the 1870s, Black people were pouring into Austin. Austin was like the major Black city in Texas. So even though uh, Texas is 12% Black, Austin is 5% Black today, back then, this was a huge place for the Black population because it's the headquarters of the Yankee Army. So Black Mm -hmm. people knew they could get protection during Reconstruction by being here. So when that, that article about vagrancy, that was code wow that was code yeah. for look at all these black people in this city wait can you somebody read that article please <laughs> let me see if i can find it yeah, while sure. can speak. so then once reconstruction ends in 1876 so that the republicans can cheat and steal the election right the democrat won the republicans stole the election in 1876 the deal that they made with the south to pull off election. So the South would go along with it. Louisiana, South Carolina, and Florida magically voted Republican 16 years after they left the union because the Republican was elected president. Yeah. And uh, the reason that the, the payoff was Reconstruction would be ended. Yeah. So
1: it reads, this is in the predecessor to the Austin American statesman. Uh, it reads, has the city an ordinance against vagrancy? If not, one should be passed and rigidly enforced. There are numbers of idle, ragged, shiftless Negroes who congregate on the street corners, loaf around all day, and prowl and steal at night, who if driven out of the city and forced into the country as tillers of the soil would add to the wealth and productiveness of
0: the country. So for the record, we did pass a vagrancy law. And what we did was we re-enslaved the Black population. There's a neighborhood in, in Austin called or there's a road called Convict Hill. Mm-hmm. The neighborhood is Oak Hill, and we set up a quarry there, and we forced the black population to mine the limestone to build our city.
1: Oh my god! That's right. Yeah. Well, what was that? Capital established- and then. What?
0: And then we purged the five black towns that were west of what is now i-35 yep so they were kitchenville clarksville wow. those used to all be black mm-hmm. black towns we purged it and then brought in the white population recolonized it and forced the black population to move to the other side yes. of i-35 like our well, city was is just loaded of- with nasty racist history
2: it was yeah. actually it was east of congress uh, is that what the original line
0: was mm-hmm.
2: it, 35 yeah. just came along after later
0: on exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: what was that published in ramish austin american statesman
0: well the predecessor
1: the predecessor oh. it has some other name long I'll, oh, I'll find an austin it
2: austin paper
1: it was an austin paper yeah. so
2: who, when you say you think it was a um well no it was a oh, a, it, a message what were you gonna say
1: it's the Austin Democratic Statesman on February fifteenth, eighteen seventy-two.
2: Okay, so uh, and it, does it say who wrote it?
1: Uh, no, it doesn't. There in the little clip that I have, at least. Mm-hmm.
2: That's so interesting. Do you think that it was from someone in another town, uh, or was this uh, because we weren't? When did we become the the capital?
0: We were already the capital. Okay, we became okay. the capital in. I'm probably going to mess the year up. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. It would be 30, 41, 1841. That doesn't sound right, but yeah, somewhere right around there.
1: Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Any final departing thoughts before we wrap up and revisit the many ways in which Texas fucks up.
0: So so we didn't get to Palestine. <laughs> we're
1: getting there. We're getting there. This is the transition. Look oh, well, this is a
0: transition. Okay. <laughs> we're transitioning. No, we're good. Let's let's move on because we only have a few minutes left. Well, we exactly. are talking about we
3: are talking about moving people right out from out from where they are. So this yeah, it's
0: actually a perfect transition. transition. Or no wonder hit... we support Israel so strongly. Hmm.
1: Yeah all right does someone want to give a maybe a 30 second what has been taking place in the past two weeks
0: okay so um this whole this whole thing was triggered when a group of palestinians were evicted from their homes in jerusalem so those homes could be turned over to uh, jewish white colonists right and there's no other way to put it
1: yeah and yeah these, these aren't homes allowed to be turned over to, to Ethiopian jewish populations no, white no. these yeah.
0: these are th- these are designated for white people because Israel isn't just anti-palestinian it is also uh extraordinarily racist and actually this this insane hierarchy on what 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 constitutes a good jew and a bad jew and then and then, and then the, even within the white community the jewish population is stratified like the, it's it's an extremely complicated system um which is really interesting because what what it in what it shows is how much the the jewish population in israel has has taken on white racism and and the 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 racism that was aimed at them the hatred that was aimed at them they've incorporated it into themselves so so one of the things that we always have to do when we have these conversations is have enormous empathy and sympathy because this is coming out of trauma right Mm -hmm. this isn't They're not evil. They're traumatized. And the the damage has created evil outcomes, but it's not coming from a place of they set out to do something terrible. They've just done something terrible from their trauma. And so I think that's important. I think we need to keep checking. Like like the Nazis have no excuse. They're just jackasses. This, we we need to have a place in our hearts for them. Having said that, that doesn't make it right, right? The, the parent who is abused to grow up and grows up and abuses their kids is still still wrong for abusing their kids. But at least we know, oh well, there's a there's a cause. In any case, what ends up happening is protests break out to 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 protect the Palestinian family. And so, in if you if you live in a place like Jerusalem and you're Palestinian and you have, have a family of five, no more than four of you can ever leave the house at one time. You need to always leave a person there because if your house is ever empty, it is gone. You will not ever set foot in it again. There, there, are, there is literally a population of people who watch to see if Palestinians ever vacate their house. And so, so but this is a case where there's, the house wasn't vacant and they're being ejected. Once the protests start, they turn violent. Can we just stop and notice this for one second?
4: To live your life. Fearing that you're going to be thrown out of your own house that you have lived in generationally for hundreds of years, every day, all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That's terrorism.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I, yes. I, Thank I, you. I I hear what you're saying, T-Roy, and I, I want to throw it back to you, but I, I, I would like to interject that the... The analogy to um, an abusive parent, I think, is dead on. I, however, do not have empathy for that parent. Um, and I'm, nor do I with Israel, because at some point, I think the parent has to grow up and take responsibility for being an adult.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously.
2: So I think that that parent knows exactly what it's doing, the world has told that parent what it's doing and it needs to take responsibility so i don't have empathy for
0: them yeah Anybody i mean there's there's that there's therapy <laughs> there's aa meetings yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. there, there is help out there
2: so i there just is. don't have i think israel needs to stop
0: with the fucking i mean israel needs to stop seven decades ago
2: yeah
0: it's insane that this has been allowed to go on as yeah. long as it has. yeah
2: so anyway especially because the
0: solution is so simple yeah. The solution is yeah. so simple. It's already been done. There's, there's another country that's modeling and it's called South Africa. Right. I mean, like, it's not like we have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. So anyway, so, you
2: were saying, I'm sorry.
0: So, so then what happens is when the pro when the protests turn violent and they're violent, not because the Palestinians were violent, that's a whole nother co- conversation about what's happened to Jerusalem. They're, they're, um, so for what Ramesh is brought, brought up a map where if you look, there's the white and it says West Jerusalem, that was Israel in 48. Mm -hmm. And then the gray was actually Jordan because Jordan annexed the West Bank. In 1967, Israel attacked in a preemptive blitzkrieg style attack uh, the Arab world for the third time where they were the aggressor. And they they defeated Egypt, Syria, and Jordan in a six day war, which is just, if if you hate Egyptians, walk up to them and go, how are those six days in 67? Like, they will immediately begin weeping. The the trauma of that catastrophe. The Israelis didn't just defeat the military. They were going through the Sinai, massacring villages and slaughtering the Egyptian population because they wanted to keep the Sinai. They wanted to annex it and cause the population to leave like they did with Palestine. In any case, what Israel has done is it's annexed East Jerusalem because in 48, Jerusalem was split and the what they've been slowly trying to do is absorb that population uh absorb that territory from the palestinian population you can see where the settlements have gone in and you can see where the palestinian communities are and what um what what they've done is they've done this to the whole west bank like if we had a west bank map there would be these little pink splotches all over the place what 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 the west bank now looks like is a giant um, Swiss cheese, Swiss cheese, yeah. or or I think skin blemish. I, I just see like a rash, and uh, and and, and it's untenable. It's not a usable territory. Like it, the people who talk about this two state solution are are hallucinating. Uh, you can't run a state called Palestine under these circumstances. The Palestinians own maybe half the West Bank at this point, if that. It's probably closer to forty percent.
4: Basically, pockets of Palestinians are now living in contiguously from each other and
0: and go back to the map for a second because if you go back to the map you'll see that there's border walls the israelis have walled off the Mm -hmm. palestinian communities uh from their own territory and from each other with checkpoints and and there's checkpoints so at one point i counted this i don't have any idea if this is accurate anymore it's 10 year old 10 years old but the west bank is 70 miles north south um, so like houston is 170 miles from austin right. for those of you who are texans and want some kind of perspective um there was 23 checkpoints and so if you're a palestinian you would have to stop your car 23 times to travel the 70 mile like how many hours uh, does and, that take? And,
4: and stopping it's not just stopping it's humiliating at every step of the way so My, um, we have we have social we have social anxiety getting on freaking zoom Imagine, imagining and right imagining stopping at no yeah. it's too much. This, yeah. this is
3: My this par- is for like uh this is for like you know like your grandmother trying to go to the hospital right or you know go get yeah. a checkup
0: or oh, something yeah. right, right. Oh, you, like, yeah. The, yeah you you you've seen the pictures of the ambulances stuck, yeah. stuck waiting yeah. to go through the checkpoint to, yeah. and you know the person dies and of course that's not an accident that's exactly yeah. the, the desired outcome
2: So my Um, very white parents, uh, my mom and my aunt went to, um, Jerusalem. My, my aunt became a Christian, uh, like 15 years ago. And this was a pilgrimage for her. We've discussed the pilgrimage for the white people. Um, but my mom is an atheist and she went to support my aunt. Uh, so they went and they, you know, toured everything. They got on the bus and they went to the, Palestinian thing when they came back um, my aunt was said oh they're just they're fine they've got their own places it's no big deal they, they you should see the wonderful things that the Palestinians there are Palestinians who were on our tour bus and they love it there and yada 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 and then my mom secretly said those people are treated abysmally I, I cannot imagine having to live there like that and be being treated like that and i found it so interesting that they were there at the same time and saw it so differently how do you how how do you think that that's possible is it because one is a christian and supports israel and the other sees reality is that is that a possibility? How did they see it so differently? How do some people see it so differently?
1: I think partly as a function of being a settler colonial state, we have a deep like, lack of empathy for brown folks and brown folks suffering, right? So I can tolerate Death and violence and famine in the third world a lot better than I can in Europe, right? So when Notre Dame burns, I burn with it. But if, if, uh, you know, some sort of site in the third world, does, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, or right. that, uh, Al-Zach, if the like you know, mosque is burned, you know, who cares? But yeah, you're right, Notre Dame. Oh my gosh, this is historic and horrible a
1: human tragedy, yeah, a human tragedy.
3: Right
2: okay so just
0: but also people see what they want to see right so if if i walk up to a person who doesn't believe the earth is a sphere and i present them with information that it is they'll be like yeah i just don't see it i don't see it and and that's one of the problems is human mind has filters on it and people who are unwilling to re-examine their belief system will have those filters up all the time yeah
2: it was yes. kind of shocking to me that that it would be so different that it, that two people who were so close could see something. This is a,
0: this is a problem law enforcement has. A car accident will happen, and they'll find five witnesses. And one person will say, yeah, it was a semi that hit a mm-hmm. red car. And the next person will say it was a motorcycle that hit a scooter. And the cops are tearing their hair out going, oh, my God, were you at the same location at exactly. the same time? Who are you? That's a good thing. Yeah.
1: Human it's, memory and testimony sucks. We are sucks. terrible about it's
0: it. It's awful. And it's because we have filters up mm-hmm. that are constantly deleting information. And so that
2: completely explains the bullshit we're in right now with. Absolutely.
0: And then the other thing is you have to be looking in the right spot at the right moment. You know what I mean? Like it's complicated. Yeah. So not only do we have these filters up, there's there's the whole chance part of it, too. So after the protests break out, Gaza. So if you look on that map that Ramesh has up right where it says Ammon Mediterranean, there's a little itty bitty teeny weeny gray strip. <laughs> That's the Gaza Strip. Um, If you if you're an Austinite and you put the very southern tip at the southern tip of the city of Austin, the northern tip is round rock. But but it's skinnier than Austin. So it's a population of a million and a half people on an area less than half the size of the city of Austin. And they have to do everything there. They have to do all their agriculture, all their industry, because they don't have any access to anything else. They're under a blockade. Their economy is being crushed. They have 40 percent unemployment. And the only way they get goods in, including things like cars, is through tunnels that they build into Egypt, that the Mm -hmm. Israelis and the Egyptians keep blowing up. So Gaza, the Hamas decides we're going to fight for those Palestinian homes in Jerusalem, and they begin launching rockets into Israel. So as a general rule, um, most uh rocket fire from the Palestinian population into Israel is completely ineffective it's it's just a symbolic terror gesture right the goal is to iron dome right yeah well even before (laughs) iron dome so I think people get confused the rockets today are much bigger than they were say 20 years ago the rockets 20 years ago were were not any bigger than your hobbyist rocket Mm. and so like the odds of it even hitting something was low. Now today, the Palestinians have bigger rockets because they've decided to fight harder. Well, they have the wherewithal to fight harder. Um, And and so once that happens, Israel goes, we're going to go to full scale war. And whenever Israel does that, what will end up happening is Israeli casualties will be like 10 and Palestinians casualties will be like a thousand. And one of the patterns that you will see time after time after time after time is the Israelis will do this right before an election. Whoever the prime minister is will attack Gaza and and slaughter Palestinians and then get re-elected. So for the background, the, Israel has just had four botched elections. They've yeah. all ended in a stalemate. They can't form a new government. So even though Netanyahu is technically in charge, in reality, he's not the legitimate ruler because he hasn't won an election for the yeah, term he's right. in. He's, he's, he's just the de facto ruler the fascist what was going to happen the day after the property was being seized in jerusalem you ready a group of conservatives some liberals on the left and arab israelis israelis of arab ethnic origin had enough votes in the knesset to form the government so had this (laughs) land not been seized in jerusalem the next day, Netanyahu would have been out of a job, there would have been a new Prime Minister of Israel, and there would have been the first Arab coalition government in Israeli history. And so the timing is like if you believe in coincidences, oh my God, do I have some amazing land for you, just southeast of Houston, about a hundred miles? I would love to sell it to you. It's very wet. Um, <laughs>
2: Beautiful, clear water. You can see that shark coming, right? (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah. And it's a bull shark. It's a bull shark. So um, in any case, this whole thing erupts. And then to add a whole nother level, which is mind blowing. Whenever the Israelis massacre Palestinians in the past, you might get Arab Israelis, Palestinian Israelis, to protest they might go into the streets and hold up signs what's happening now is israelis jewish israelis are now hunting the arab israelis they're attempting to lynch them they've lynched one guy now yeah and now the arab israelis are like screw you and they're fighting back so this isn't just a war this is now turning into a civil Civil war war. and it's also that shithead netanyahu who is like trump can yeah. stay in power. He doesn't care about his own people. He's corrupt as hell. He should have been removed from office because he's corrupt as hell, just like Trump should have. And and, and, and now Israel's in trouble because, you know, like world opinion keeps turning against them. They're going to massacre a bunch of Palestinians. They're going to gain nothing from it. Oh my God, this is awesome. I'm loving this one. Great Britain
4: is Palestine. Oh my God. So my proposal
0: is Austria. I mean, don't get me wrong. If we did Great Britain, I'd be good too, except not Scotland. They're they're like the Palestinians of Great Britain. Um, Yeah, they
2: are. Yeah.
0: I can't wait for them to get away from those English tyrants. And Northern
2: Ireland. And Northern
0: Ireland. Ireland. And, you know, Wales and Gibraltar should go too. Um, Wales needs to learn to add a vowel. Well, you know, what can you do? So um, Austria, why didn't we do this to Austria? Why are the Palestinians the victims of Hitler? Why isn't Austria the victim? And for the record, I'm part Austrian. Yeah, <laughs> I speak German. I lived in Germany. Like I have, this is a major part of my identity. I, I just can't understand why the Palestinians have to suffer because, oh, oh, is it? by the way, it's Hitler and it's Jewish hatred because, because, right, because Israelis can't say Hamas for some reason because of the ha doesn't exist. The human cost of the Israeli-Palestine conflict. I'm so sick of you with your Hamas. What's <laughs> another crime against humanity? <laughs> my what, about,
2: what about the uh, the the destruction of the Al Jazeera AP building?
0: Oh my I God! Mean, they At used... least they gave them warning.
2: Well, yeah, oh, but yeah. I mean. It, that was a that was a clear act of we are shutting the press down, right? I mean, I, And they used some sort of uh, uh, Hamas is using this as a as a terror as a base, a terror base,
0: which is bullshit,
2: right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, because I think AP, I think the news organizations would have figured that out, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, so <laughs> so um, now apparently these people are trying to work from their homes, but so how do we find out what the hell is going on now? I mean, which was obviously their, their purpose, but uh, hmm. how, what are we going to do now? I guess people just stay on the ground there, like in any war zone.
0: Well, in the case of, in the case of Gaza, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean the whole the whole strip is, is if is that a map over on the left of the places the Israelis are attacking? Uh there's there's a where? it's a map uh, of here, yes. I don't know what that is. It looks like a map of the places the Israelis are attacking. Wow. Reported. Bombing. Oh yeah, there are, yeah, it shows where the bombs are coming down. The whole tells, thing is populated. It would be again. like you're bombing a city. And no matter where you drop the bomb, it's gonna hit a building. There's there's little patches of empty space. But for the most part, it's populated. By the way, if you look at this on a satellite map, you will see that Gaza is just brown, but the border on the other side it's green, it's lush, because the Israelis have pumped the Jordan River dry and they fertilized the deserts. And so, the when when the Palestinians who are barely making it are looking across the wall at the what used to be their land, they see this lush green, verdant, productive land, while they're being bombed. Um.
3: Mm -hmm. it's crazy and then where do you go right they said well we gave them an hour in warning it's like well with all these checkpoints and everything else they have to go through yeah how do do people get out of that i
0: mean you can't get out it's It's walled off you can't get out they'll shoot you
3: yeah and they're they're hitting
4: everywhere where are you going that's just the dumbest thing i've ever heard
3: exactly right Mm -hmm.
4: an hour (laughs) to go where it's like yeah, fish, it's With, like kid, fish with kids,
3: with family, with with people of all kinds of you know, disabil- people with disabilities, people, They've, you know, it, what I
2: mean seems like war crimes to me. I don't know why there's no <laughs>
3: not just like. to you, Susie. <laughs> that <doesn't> seem like. <laughs> well,
2: nobody calls me, do they?
0: <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, and I keep saying this and maybe I'm being insensitive, but even the dogs in Israel have rights. I mean, in the United States, the dogs have the SPCA. The, the Palestinians have no rights. They don't have human rights. Forget human liberty. Forget civil rights. They have no human rights. They are randomly killed, indiscriminately slaughtered. Their land was taken from them. Their homes were taken from them. And the whole world Not taken is being taken and still being taken. And the whole world turns a blind eye to this. United States, yeah, Biden is like, oh, we, oh why can't you oh, not do this? Oh, oh, oh. oh, I
3: can't stand him. Yeah, oh. it's horrible. So yeah. horrible. It's he even-sided. Goes. They have a right to defend themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> too <sorry.
1: laughs> like, That's ridiculous yeah yeah and then yeah, orientalism man. plays a part in here this as well right we have to pretend that this is a you know millennia-long conflict yeah, inevitable <laughs> just how things work in the middle east right this is oh, just it's how yeah, it's, all it's all about
3: religion always, it's always, it's all it's about. Like religion
2: yeah the bible says that this is never going to end so what are you going to do <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, in
0: 1948 to today that's the entirety of human history it, it's
4: judeo-christianity <laughs> against islam even though always, always there are
0: jewish always. palestinians and there are christian palestinians and yeah. genetically palestinians are jewish they just their ancestors converted to christianity and islam so that's the level of the anti-Semitism involved here is that actually convert europeans are murdering the actual genetic descendants of the jewish population to steal mm-hmm. their land to create white colonies in the middle east
1: yeah yeah also what what can we expect of biden right he is the the president of a white settler colony with a certain history all of this how could he in any world call out israel for for these particular i can't
0: even comprehend that what would that look like
4: well
2: he's a christian Christian himself so
1: would it look like south africa
4: (laughs) well outgoing john Kerry did it hmm Carter has done it.
0: Yeah, but as an ex-president, I
4: understand. But it's fucking time to step the motherfucking
0: mm. up. I want to point it out, is. Really even is. though Reagan didn't want to do this, and he's recorded calling Africans monkeys. He, he talked with there's a recording with Nixon where Reagan says those monkeys. Even though that's the case, he did finally, after a lot of browbeating and pressure. decide to go ahead and and do the anti-apartheid work, um, even though he was a deeply profound racist. So even if Joe Biden really does truly in his heart absolutely hate and wish all Arabs would die, maybe he could still stand up and be at least as good a man as Reagan. Mm. Yeah. All right. We, so we, have like, we
3: have like I uh Presley even gave a good speech um in Congress. We're talking about, hey, you know, we need to look at this funding that we're giving Israel and, and you know put this on the table. You know what I mean? Everyone if should watch. Do- hey, I
1: think we days. should I think we should call the show at Roy Costa Granda heroizing Reagan.
3: <laughs> That's, true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Or, or either that, or I'm letting Biden know what a scumbag he is, right? Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly.
4: Sooner or later, right. Reagan
2: one, Biden zero.
0: Yeah. By the way, it took crazy browbeating and pressure from the Republican Party to get Reagan to do it. So, just for the reg- record, Reagan did it, kicking and screaming the mm. whole way. Mm -hmm. He really wanted to back the apartheid government. Yeah.
1: Wow. wow. (sighs) Yeah. All of this has real human costs. One in three refugees worldwide are Palestinian refugees. um, And the cost is borne by, you know, other countries in the Middle East for the most part. Right. It's not like this refugee. I, I hate all the rhetoric around the refugee crisis in Europe what are y'all accepting what 5000 10000 debating over 200 in the united states annually what do, how many do we accept <laughs> yeah.
0: well there are some states in europe that aren't complete douchebags like germany and sweden for example
1: but look at the numbers right compared to turkey or jordan well,
0: so but you got to remember turkey's a lot bigger than sweden so 10% of sweden is now refugee not what is what is turkey's population it is definitely not 10% of turkey that's refugee <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. but Turkey obviously is a lot poorer than Sweden, so it's remarkable that 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 Turkey has let in as many refugees as it has. But what choice did it have? In yeah. the case of Sweden, they're so isolated; the fact that they've let in a million refugees is really something. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, what about Britain and France and the United States? There is a town in Sweden of sixty thousand people that's half refugee. It has thirty ref thirty thousand refugees. Um, that's-, that's more refugees than from Syria and Iraq that the United States and Great Britain combined have taken it.
1: That's incredible. Oh my God, that's tragic.
0: It's one town in Sweden. So there are some states on earth that aren't complete shithead countries. Um, but most of them are, you're right. And and t- places, I think Turkey now has the highest refugee population is that what this chart is that you're looking at? Uh it's right now thousand? it's
1: sorted by refugees per thousand, but now it is sorted by refugees in total. And yeah, Turkey at like it's number 3. one. 3. And then million.
0: of course Jordan, which is like what, two-thirds refugee? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah, I, I think these That's numbers something. also don't count uh descendants of refugees, right? Because now you have second, third generation refugee folks as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh wait, it's oh it's,
1: it's per, per thousand per
0: thousand. Okay. I think they must be including... So look
4: at Germany, look at Lebanon, look at Jordan. Yeah,
0: that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So at the the end of the day... You're right, Germany
0: just isn't carrying its weight. But then look at the United States. 0.84. Who's the 0.84?
2: Thank God
0: there's a China.
2: What? Who's the 0.84? 0.22. Thank God there's a China.
0: (laughs) Thank God there's a China. Well, China is now building solar panels with slave Uyghur... Uh, labor. So so if if you're an environmentalist, you have to ask yourself, let the earth burn to the ground, or slave labor. And slave labor, yeah, yeah, that's neat. Half, I think, half of the solar panel components now are built with Uyghur slave labor.
4: That was really good, Amish. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thank you. Always
0: bringing it home, keeping right. it real. I wish the uh, I, I I wish the podcast
2: folks could see it, but let me uh, now t- take this time to direct you towards our YouTube channel, which you can find under the Austin School.
1: Mm-hmm. go to youtube.com search the austin school and you will find the red piece machine and its many episodes all right final parting thoughts y'all may 16th stormy day stormy topic and we'll see how things settle Mm -hmm. (laughs) bring an umbrella bring an
3: umbrella umbrella. (laughs) and your rain boots it's gonna get musty. <laughs> it is. You I almost said
2: musty. And musty. Hey, and I musty. hate that word. Yeah. No. Uh, That's man. my final thought. Don't use the word musty or moist. Don't like it.
3: Yeah. Uh- <laughs>
0: no. All say. right. My final thought is we should end war and genocide. It's oh, 2021. You yeah. made
2: my final. Maybe thought Maybe it's different slavery shit.
0: too. Let's end that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, oh, in gosh. war genocide, and then in war genocide, and also just the standing around and watching it happen.
0: Yeah, that's mm. also really bad too. Yeah. Great,
2: musty and moist, musty and moist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doctor Madani parting thoughts from you.
4: Um. Yeah. Um... <laughs> it's just. Um. I don't know. I'm looking forward to a truth and reconciliation Mm. meeting between um, the people,
0: Palestinians and Palestinians
4: and folks who have occupied Palestine. I want them to get together and, and yeah, and we have a model. We have a model. We have the South African model. Let's
0: fucking do this. One state, All right? Station, everyone, make a secular democracy. Be yeah. Done with it. Yeah. With with I mean, minority
1: protections in place. Let's fucking do this, uh, as Dr. I mean, like for it. example,
0: you could have a Supreme Court that's one third Christian, one third Jewish, one third Muslim, so that nobody dominates it. So you have to work together. You could have you could have a Senate and a House. The House by population, the Senate mm-hmm. make it one third Christian, one third Muslim, one third <laughs> Jewish. Who
2: cares? I, have we seen that work office. before? <laughs> what?
1: So we could also, right, allow a Christian president, a Muslim prime minister, and uh yeah. and so on and so forth. That works effectively, right? Very well, beautiful functioning issues. government. It doesn't
0: yeah. work great all the time. I'm but, not, but, sure. but you know, Lebanon it is consociationalism a... works. Hmm. It works. It's bumpy, but it works. Okay.
4: Everything's bumpy. Look at us. Yeah. Yeah. Ola. We're like
0: <laughs> we're the joke of the world man.
4: The wheels are coming
3: sample, off of bumpy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the wheels are coming off, people. This yeah. is not <laughs> and we're in the ditch. Yeah.
1: All right. Mixed, in the ditch. mixed metaphors, mixed metaphors. It is stormy and it is bumpy. Bring your umbrellas and your shirt. It's moist. Detectors. It's moist. And it's, it's moist, moist and musky.
3: And it's moist. <laughs>
1: All right. Moist. This has moist. been <laughs> RPM Red Peace mes- Machine. Uh keep it moist, keep it musky, <laughs> and take care y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> bye bye. I remember recording. <laughs>